I V M. Have you heard of loans? I mean, if you're an adult, you probably have some sort of loan or EMI that you are repaying right now. But a loan could mean many things depending on what you need it for. It could be a personal loan for a house, a car, an education, travel, or if you live in India, a wedding. Basically, you borrow a sum of money with the commitment to repay it over time, often with interest. And lenders, which can be banks, financial institutions, or even individuals, assess the borrower's credit worthiness and financial stability before approving it. So yes, it can be difficult to get a loan, and ideally, that shouldn't be the case. But for MSMEs or micro, small, and medium-sized entrepreneurs, it is. MSMEs are the backbone of our economy, and access to timely and affordable financing is the key for their survival and expansion. And that's why it's important for credit at low interest rates to be accessible to everyone, even the next half billion. The next half billion or the NHB are the core of this podcast. They represent the second big wave of internet users in India, hence the term next. We define them as the cohort of 500 million first-time internet users who have come online via mobile phones in the past five years. From a demographic standpoint, they are mainly from the bottom 60% of India's income distribution. They are owners of small businesses like beauty salons and kirana shops and also blue-collar workers, domestic workers, security guards, etc. They are building a greater comfort with tech and represent the hustle and ambition of an aspiring India. I'm Nivedita, an ex-engineer turned comedian and writer. And I'm Utsav, an ex-engineer, market researcher, traveler and podcaster. And you're listening to Smartphone Nation, how the next half billion are shaping the future online. In today's episode, we talk about how technology is making it easier for small businesses to access credit at affordable rates and with flexible repayments. You know, I've never taken a loan. I remember thinking of taking one for a higher education and then I realized I didn't have collateral. And if you want to study abroad, I think you have to have something to show for it. In the case of the house I just bought, the house itself is the collateral for the loan. But you have to have a good credit score. And it is generally an intimidating process. Yeah, you hear so many horror stories regarding loans. Some of our parents spent their lives repaying them. So we don't have the most comforting feeling when we think of them. For sure, loans have a bad rep. But they don't deserve it. Access to credit is essential for progress. Loans have helped millions in India to get a college education, a home, or even fulfill a personal goal. Credit cards enable people to make purchases even when their immediate funds are limited. And let's not forget, consumer spending is a key driver of economic activity. For entrepreneurs, access to credit can be the difference between a business idea remaining a concept and becoming a successful venture. Of course, individuals and businesses need to use them responsibly to avoid excessive debt and financial strain. But when used right, Credit can give you the chance to change the course of your life. You're right. But India has long had a strong emphasis on saving and frugality. Loans would mean taking on a debt and that's looked down upon. Some are more likely to prefer self-financing to avoid paying interest or to maintain financial independence. Yes, but that's just a lack of awareness about the various types of loans and their benefits. It also depends on who you are talking to. The common man may be apprehensive about taking a loan or getting into debt, but for a business, access to capital is key. Here's Badri Pillaipakkam, a partner at Omidya Network India, an investment firm that invests in bold entrepreneurs who help create a meaningful life for every Indian. Talking about the challenges small businesses face in accessing capital. If you talk about challenges and if you talk to the MSMEs, 
they won't say it in as many words but the number one that will escalate is we don't have access to capital so there is very little equity capital and that gets lost in transmission these are typically founder family own money uh, money they would have borrowed to investors equity capital in their business that is their only source no, no one has been able to solve that problem for these msmes at scale and it's a very complex problem to solve therefore most people have gravitated towards the credit side of things there there's a lot of progress that has happened over the years that's true there has been a lot of progress like vistar technologies a leading saas pricing software provider in the offline world and neo growth which is trying to offer online assessment and offline lending the world has been waiting for the arrival of the fourth generation of financial services including fintech and mobile banking questioning the sustainability of conventional banking bank 4.0 a popular book written by brett king and published in 2018 carried the subtitle banking everywhere never at a bank india has also joined the race for digital transformation in financial services slowly but steadily however there are several challenges even now as badri explains the challenge on the debt side access to capital is that the cost of borrowing still has not come down to the extent that economics start to make sense which will allow them to scale and that transmission needs to happen for the sector to start to grow access to capital side i would say the biggest challenge is still the cost of debt is still very high um a lot of bank expectation is collateral which is non existent in this case so unsecured msme lending is the way to solve this problem and if you are able to instead of today the average lending rate being 24 25 can go up to 30 36% but even the 24 if it comes down to 18% that's a very meaningful impact on the bottom line of these msmes on the non financial side badri says the second problem is the access to labor that has not been solved because of a combination of factors india has gravitated towards labor industries which are highly service oriented in the cities a lot of these operate in manufacturing trading and other sectors where the individual demand for labor is small there isn't a formal labor market that is trying to solve for this so can you get quality trained labor if yes then you can verticalize that into retail trade manufacturing construction and you can attempt to solve the problem i let badri tell you the rest third is demand generation right these typically operate in a micro market layers of intermediaries um so the margins get compressed operate in a narrower region and therefore for them scale is linear and they are very happy with the 20 30% growth and in the absence of capital they may not even be able to register the 20 30% growth and therefore there's a void that gets created as far as a middle layer of uh, msmes that have migrated so this problem we think will get solved by a lot of the other work that we're doing on the msme side which is how do you digitize think of it as an ebay for msmes right uh, how can you create that such that their product whatever trade they are in can be more visible um, what they have to sell is m- visible online for a buyer who's sitting somewhere else and expand the reach right so this demand generation for msmes is a problem that we believe post covid in particular pre covid i would not have said the case but post covid at least that this demand generation problem will hopefully be solved 
for these micro and small. So what we have done is in addition to the lending portfolio that we have, we have also taken a verticalized approach to workflow automation for these MSMEs with demand generation. And these tend to be, like I said, verticalized. So construction, retail trade, and how do you enable that? Where there is a problem, there's a solution. And as you've spoken about before, there are several companies that are trying to close the gap that is easy access to credit. Everyone has a right to credit, but it seems that many people don't feel worthy of it. And that inspired co-founders Alok Mittal and Siddharth Manot to start Indifi. Here's Alok Mittal, co-founder and CEO of Indifi, telling us about how they got started. We started Indifi because of this massive gap in unsecured financing for businesses, right? And, uh, you know, early on, whichever, you know, segment that we went to, right, travel agencies was our first launch segment. We consistently heard this um, sentiment that small business owners thought that they were unworthy of credit, Hmm. right? So, you know, lack of access to financing is not just a commercial issue. Uh, you know, for a country like India, it's an issue of self-esteem of its entrepreneurs, right? Uh, and that is one key piece that hasn't sit well with us, that 85% of our fellow entrepreneurs, you know, can't all be credit unworthy. And to that extent, we have approached this problem as a provider side problem, that we need to be able to discriminate risk rather than label our potential customers as unworthy of credit. Uh, and I think that is the transformation that we need to make as a country where our entrepreneurs feel more confident, have a higher degree of self-esteem than to think of themselves as unworthy of credit. So I think those are the motivations that drive us on a day-to-day basis. And some of the stories that you spoke about, you know, are reflections of that. Well, I think a lot of us have felt like we are incredit worthy and that comes from a very real place of simply having poor financial health. Indifi is still a startup company and doesn't have the outreach to spread the word on this outside of their customers. So how is Indifi approaching this problem? Here is Alok again. You know, for example, when we are unable to serve a certain customer, right, letting them understand why why is it that we are not able to serve them and what is it that will help them get a loan with us or with others around, you know, is a core part of our communication to them. Uh, You know, you would have heard of uh, credit builder kind of products. Uh, for consumers, we have launched what is probably you know India's first MSME credit builder product to address those customers, get them started with a small line of credit, you know, and if they are able to demonstrate good credit behavior, then be able to upgrade them. Uh, similarly, we have launched a credit bureau monitoring product for our customers, which is more relevant to businesses than to individuals. Uh, so these are the you know some of the steps that we are taking to repair and build credit, uh, where prior behavior does not exist uh, so that those customers think of, you know, their business, their credit worthiness uh, with a growth mindset, with a mindset of solving for it and moving forward rather than with a mindset that drives a rejection. Um, right. So I think those are some of the things that we are doing in small ways uh, to, to help build the self-esteem, you know, build self-worthiness before credit worthiness. Wow. I could have used a credit builder. We spoke to a user from Indifi about their experience, but we'll get to that right after this short break. Welcome back to Smartphone Nation. We spoke to Dharampal Singh from Sikandarpur, Gurugram. He uses Indifi 
an organization that's working on making credit easy to access. He runs a printing business where along with paper printing, they make visiting cards, brochures, signboards and more. Here's what he said about his experience with Indifi and the challenges he faced before. I wanted to take a loan for 3 lakhs but my Sybil score was not good. Indifi still gave me the loan that I needed which was very useful for me. It was because of that loan that I got my payments in order and fixed everything. Dharampal Singh also spoke about the impact Indifi has had on his business. Before I took a loan from Indifi, my sales used to reach somewhere around 1 crore. Ever since I have taken that loan, I have now crossed 2 crore. That's amazing, isn't it? It is. I'm so glad it worked out for him. But I also wanted to know what helped. And Dharampal Singh was happy to tell me. Earlier, I used to take private loans within my personal relationships. The interest on those loans used to be very high and my entire margin used to go in paying back the loans. But when I took loans from Indifi, I had to pay less interest and the return process was also much easier. So I got a lot of support from them. It's no wonder digital lending is doing so well despite being at an early stage. The RBI report notes that the market for digital lending is set to grow almost five times from $270 billion in 2022 to $1.3 trillion in 2030. It is set to account for 60% of the Indian fintech market by 2030. Between 2014 and 2022, digital lending startups raised $6.4 billion in funding across 447 deals, accounting for about 28% of all fintech funding. Let's hear from Siddharth Manot, the co-founder and COO at Indifi Technologies about how Indifi is different from traditional banking. Two things. One, it is a complete digital process. So we don't really go and meet our customers. It's a completely digital journey. Customers come to our mobile app or our website, apply for a loan. And, you know, while there's somebody speaking to them, but it's a complete digital journey, no face-to-face meeting. And very, very simple in terms of documentation, etc. So 90% plus of our loans are done without any, you know, vetting or paper documents being exchanged. It's done completely electronically. The requirement of less documentation is something Dharampal Singh said made his process simpler too. The entire process happened very quickly. It wasn't lengthy at all. That's great that the process was so smooth for Dharampal Singh. But I can't help but think that this is a business at the end of the day. They still have to mitigate risks and ensure that their loans are repaid. How do you do this if not using collateral? Here's Siddharth again explaining that. Yeah, so I think that there's a big misconception that, you know, only people who give collateral will not default on a loan. Idea is to figure out how do you underwrite the people with right intent and how do you underwrite the people where you know that you are dependent on the cash flows of their business to pay you back rather than the collateral to pay you back. And that is, in a sense, our expertise. We've developed great models which, you know, differentiate those risks well. And we believe that there's a way to, you know, give loans to people on an unsecured basis where you can do a good estimation of their intent as well as the ability to pay. Siddharth also told us about how their customers benefit from Indifi services. Various examples of growth that we see on our portfolio. The most simple is where we see the turnover expanding. So somebody was doing 10 lakh rupees of monthly sales, now he's doing 25 lakh rupees of monthly sales because the working capital that we gave him allowed him to buy more stock. We've also seen okay. people expanding differently. So, you know, multiple people who were running small food delivery outlets took a loan from us and opened another branch. Alok also added that for a lot of small businesses, getting capital can be hard. And although they can run their businesses, having capital helps them grow much faster. 
and specific segments also it kind of reflects differently uh, you know we were siddharth and i were just meeting some of our customers in the direct to consumer brand space last week mm-hmm. and essentially uh, you know for all the uh, noise around venture capital in that area bulk of those businesses are being built on back of debt and not equity capital right so the given that the cash conversion cycles are fast there you sell you get your money you reinvest that in working capital you sell more uh you know getting financing accelerates that um cycle of cash generation similarly you know i met customers here who are into distribution businesses uh and literally it's someone who was working with a company before you know bought out started their own business uses our capital to purchase and then sell you know things like plastic pellets um right and hence be able to turn around cash literally in a 15 day working capital cycle uh make money and obviously you know able to return our our capital uh, as the loan schedule determines so across industries we have seen this uh, ability for people to get started start small but then you know leverage the cash conversion cycles to grow over the 3 to 4 5 year time frame apparently in india the credit demand by msmes is at a staggering 490 billion dollars according to the reserve bank of india but the overall supply from formal sources stands at a scanty 192 billion dollars this huge credit gap of about 330 billion dollars suggests banks and traditional financial institutions are not able to serve the segment of borrowers due to reasons such as lack of credit history and lack of appropriate documents and it's this gap that is leading to the rise of nbfcs and digital lending platforms like indifi that are taking this as a business opportunity as they should but despite all the precautions There are still events that are not in our control. For example, the pandemic. Many Indians and people around the world lost money and shut down businesses. Siddharth told us about one such case. One specifically, I remember is a customer who's been with us for for maybe four five years. We gave him a first loan, and then you know started with a three lakh rupee loan, then gave a ten lakh rupee loan, and that loan went into default during the COVID period because it was a chain of food delivery outlets. There were three outlets. All three were completely shut. for the first 3 months of covid period during that period we you know helped him restructure the loan and then you know once the business got on track he actually came back and paid that loan back and then we started with a fresh loan today so the same customer who started with 3 to 5 lakh rupee loan went into default then paid back is now 30 35 lakh rupee customer with me mm-hmm. and the business running successfully and very very well Sometimes all you need is someone to give you a chance, a little push, and assistance to really fulfill your ambitions. Alok has a story about a happy customer too. There's a travel agent here in Gurgaon. Uh, you know, she basically started uh, her business through a loan with us. Again, through a travel consolidator partner called Travel Boutique, and she has progressively continued to take larger loans as her business has grown. and uh, she often jokes with us that whenever you need a customer introduction mm-hmm. you know you always come to my office and she's more than happy to oblige us of course but uh, it's amazing to see some of these stories you know uh, women entrepreneurs uh, would be between 20 to 25% of our borrowers uh, in a typical banking setup you see that in single digits right mm-hmm. so at some level um, you know as we make it more convenient for people to uh, access uh, credit uh segments that have typically been excluded uh, you know more than others like women borrowers uh they find this as an attractive channel to go and power their ambitions 
it's really good to know that women are now coming forward to save, invest, and now grow their businesses. Our episode on Kaleidofin threw light on how women were saving and becoming financially independent. And now we are seeing women getting access to much-needed credit and fulfilling their business dreams. Let's hear from Badri Pelapakkam again, talking about why his organization decided to invest in Indifi. So Indifi was the first to open up a marketplace on the lending side, right? That anyone can come and lend. You're a bank, you're an NBFC. Your cost of capital will always be better than mine. I will give you real-time access to this SME who you would not have otherwise been able to reach. And therefore, in theory, we call this the open marketplace. We can cater to any borrower who fits either a 2 crore 12% to uh, a 50,000, which is the lowest ticket size, 28% kind of loan, right? But through this marketplace. And that is fundamentally disruptive in the way this segment can ever be served. This episode has made me think that I can start a business. I'm about to get a loan and start a gaming channel or something. It does have a good return, you know. So it's not a bad idea. Well, thanks for making me feel creditworthy and encouraging my dreams. So here's to a creditworthy future for everybody, especially the next half billion. Thank you for tuning into Smartphone Nation. I'm Utsav. And I am Nivedita. This was Smartphone Nation. Tune in next week for another story on how the next half billion are shaping their future online. If you like our show, please subscribe to the Smartphone Nation YouTube channel. Don't forget to rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share this episode with your friends as it helps the show reach more people. You can listen and subscribe to Smartphone Nation on the IVM Podcasts app or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is also available in Hindi and Tamil. A special thanks to Omidyar Network India for making this season possible. To know how ONI is partnering with bold and purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are working to improve the lives of India's next half billion, visit omidyanetwork.in. Tell us what you think of the show. You can find our hosts on Twitter and Instagram. Utsav can be found on the Instagram ID at whywetravel42. You can reach out to Nivedita on Instagram at niv.prakasam. You can follow IVM on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at the ID at IVM Podcasts.